Hi there, and welcome to the Accepted Authority podcast. My name is Greg Roworth, and each week on the Accepted Authority podcast, we discuss the challenges in growing a consultancy practice to a really successful level. And the strategy that we promote and talk about most in regard to being the accepted authority is that of authority positioning. Because in my experience, being seen as the accepted authority in your market gives you the greatest amount of traction and um, uh, focus to allow your premium level clients to come to you more consistently and predictably. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about one of the most effective strategies to help you become the accepted authority in your market by establishing your focus specialization. And when you are able to do that, you have a number of ways to be seen as being different by your market. So that has an attraction in itself, but also it provides you ways to reduce the complexity from your business and enable you to operate on a lower cost basis. It also allows you to be extremely competitive in the market so that your competitors really don't stand a chance against you when it comes to um, proposals or um, opportunities where your focus specialization really stands out. Now, when we talk about focus specialization, it requires some prerequisites for that. And to do that first, we need to be really focused on a specific target market. That is something we've talked about a lot in this podcast, but having a specific target market enables you to be much more specialized in what you do for them. Because when I see consultants advertising the range of services, and often it's a wide array of different areas that they're quite skilled in um, in performing, but it's that wide array, that different or totally broad level of uh, services that means that your ability to service the clients that you work with can be quite complex. When you have a different set of clients, Clients are quite dissimilar from each other. And when you have a wide array of services, it can almost seem that every project you do for every different client is quite different from the rest. So when that happens, you have complexity in your business in that you often have to Think, think through the process that you're going to work with on each particular project with a new client. It needs to be planned and developed and devised to be really customized to that specific or particular client's needs. When you have to reinvent the wheel in terms of how you work with clients every time you start work with a new client, that obviously adds complexity to the process. It also means that often you need pretty clever people to be able to go through that process and help understand the client's requirements 
customize the services specifically for them and have the intelligence and experience to know how to adapt your services to that client situation. And when we have to employ people like that in our organization, it demands a level of experience and expertise in those people that are costly for us. We have to pay those people a lot of money to justify their existence in our business so that they wouldn't work for us if we weren't paying that salary, in other words. So that means that we have a high level of fixed costs or even variable costs if those people are contractors, but you know, these are top-notch people we need that come at a high price. Therefore, what I've found is that if we can reduce the complexity in our business and simplify our processes by having that focused specialization, we're able to reduce our need for the top level, highly experienced people. When we have a focused specialization that enables us to have business processes, delivery processes that are simplified, that are consistent from one client to the next, where they are solving the same problem over and over again for different clients, we can have much less need for broad customization for each individual client. We can roll out the same service time and time again for the same sorts of clients, different clients, but very similar to each other. When we have that focus specialization around our target market, our target market typically experiences a similar range of problems or challenges in their operation. And that's what they need us to help with. So when we are specialized in that specific target market, in solving that specific problem, we can simplify our approach down to a, a very consistent process of working with our clients. When we can do that, we can create standard operating procedures that less experienced people can work to. We can build our processes out so that our junior people can do much of the work. Maybe they need to be supervised by a senior person, but our junior people can do much of the work. Now, I've seen this, probably the best example of this was a client we were working for in the uh, structural engineering area. They were structural engineers and they were doing very similar types of work. And um, because of the, the, you know, the high risk factor in that work, they always sent their senior people out to do the inspections, the site inspections, to do the specifications for the, the work that needed to be done and to do the design work that was required to get that job right. But when we worked with them, we were able to look at the way they were operating and seeing the consistency in this type of work that they were doing, the, the similarities in the stages of the work. And there were many 
parts of that process that were, well, did not need a senior person's level of experience to be doing that work. They needed to do about 20% of the high-level work that needed their qualifications and experience. But a lot of the work was mundane, it was repetitious, and it was quite simple to perform. So what we ended up doing with that, that firm that we worked for, our client, is that we systemized their processes. We created some standard operating procedures around how to do that work. We, we rebuilt the way that they went about that, that work process. And what that meant was that 80% of the work that was being done on each project was being done at half the cost. And not only that, because of the systemization, we also reduced the amount of time that each project took because we were able to repeat so much of those processes in a very simple way. So we not only reduced the cost of doing the work by having less qualified people were able to do a lot of the work, we were able to make each project shorter so that the amount of total time invested on each of those projects was less. So we were able to greatly reduce the cost of doing that work. So what did you think that meant? <laughs> now, the client had an opportunity to charge the same amount of money that everyone else was charging because it was a competitive market and that would mean they would make more profit on each job but we actually devised a better strategy we were able to reduce the price they charged for those those jobs for each of those projects they went in at a lower price than their competitors could could manage they you know if the competitors tried to lower their price it would end up running those projects at a loss but because we had greatly reduced the underlying cost structure of doing those projects, we were able to lower the price of doing those projects, but also because of the cost reduction, those projects were much more profitable than the way they were doing them before. So we had a double whammy there. We were able to really almost eliminate the competition from any opportunity of winning that work and we were able to not only win at a lower price, but win at a higher profit. But the other flow-on effect of that was that because of that focused specialisation, that firm became known as the specialist in that market, which attracted even more opportunities to them. So they were able to win on about three different levels by their focused specialisation. Now, sometimes I hear resistance from potential clients and other consultancy firms that they don't want to be doing the same work over and over again. It gets too boring to do the same work. They want bigger challenges. Well, if that's what you want, then suffer. You know, that I... 
I well, maybe I'm mean to be blunt. I, I don't apologize for being blunt because you are actually suffering from the choice to do it the hard way. You are suffering in limiting your opportunities for your need to be creative and to be have have variety. Let, let's do it the other way around. Let's make our work easier. Let's make our business more profitable. Let's make our income more lucrative and then find other ways to be creative and other ways to have more variety in our lives. If you want variety, if you want excitement, there are plenty of ways to get that when you have more money. And even within your business, if you want your people to have that variety and creativity, get so good at your focus specialization that you can develop another one or two or three and dominate the market in those areas as well. We're not saying that your business has to be permanently focused on one specific target market with solving one specific problem. That's really just your foot in the door to opening up the possibilities because as you'll know, if you've read anything I've written or talked about in this area, we are really focused on having clients for life. So when we get an opportunity to work with a client, we want to maximize that opportunity to look at what their next problem is. And when we solve that first problem for them, we want to be on hand to be ready to solve that next problem. And in fact, a lot of what we do in solving problems for our clients results in another problem. Our solution creates the next level problem for them. And those are great problems to have, but how much better when we're on hand and have the process to solve those problems for them as well. So that's really all I want to talk about in terms of focus specialization. To, to wrap it up today, having a focus specialization, having a, a specific target market for whom we solve a specific small set of problems in the first instance so that we can create differentiation from, from our competitors. We stand out from our competitors because we become known as a specialist in that particular area. We create efficiency in our work processes that enables us to work with fewer high-level experienced people, which makes our recruitment processes so much easier, but also reduces the cost structure of our business. It reduces the complexity in what we do and makes our business simple, efficient, and more profitable. Now, if that's not enough to get your attention, I don't know what will. If you are looking to make your business simpler to run, more efficient, more profitable, then we should talk. So I offer you the opportunity of coming on a 60-minute strategy session with me where we'll focus mainly on your business in that time to really identify what your goals are, what your challenges are, and what's preventing you from achieving those goals and give you some specific solutions that you can start to work towards to 
overcome those challenges. Now, if you want our support to help with that, then we can have that discussion as well, but there's no obligation to go there on that 60-minute strategy session. It's freely available to you, and I offer that because more, more often than not, people then choose to work with us to help achieve those solutions. So reach out to me through my website at businessflightpath.com or on LinkedIn or Facebook, just search for Greg Roworth and send me a direct message there and say, let's talk. And I'll send you a link to set up a time to have that 60-minute strategy session discussion. So let's wrap it up there for today. Focus specialization is the best way to be able to differentiate your firm from your competitors to create efficiencies in your operations, to create a more simplified and highly profitable consultancy practice. This has been the Accepted Authority. I'm Greg Groworth. Catch you all next week.